I don't know about you, but I love preparing for client meetings and podcast recordings, those sorts of things. Anytime I get to interact with somebody, I do all the preparation of questions, a bit of research, reading about the company, trying to figure out what their individual strategic priorities might be, who their customers are, and even why is, what's my small talk going to be, you know, other than just the weather. But then sometimes just before the meeting or usually in the morning of the meeting, you get a cancellation notification. This really sucks. And I'm sure you've been in the same situation. So today I'm going to share our techniques for limiting those no-shows. So we book hundreds of meetings every month and we run at a no-show rate of about 8%. So I'll also share with you why I recently did a no-show on my own podcast with a podcast guest. If you're looking for sales techniques and tactics to help you land more sales conversations with your perfect buyer, then you're in the right place. I'm Mark McGuinness, the founder of Australia's second best prospecting agency, sales trainer for growing B2B companies, and this is the Best of Sales Skills Podcast. Thanks for listening. The great thing about being a podcast host is it gives me the chance to experience what a typical buyer would experience. I get lots and lots of emails, lots and lots of interactions from people that want to be on the show in the same way that a buyer gets lots of requests for a 15-minute chat. Largely, I'm surprised at just how bad some of these outreach, some of these podcast requests truly is. On most occasions, they have another person... The, rec- the person that wants to come on the podcast has another person booking the podcast for the CEO or the guest, so like a booking agent. And recently, I had a request from someone wanting to talk about AI in sales. Now, this is a very common topic. I get a couple of these a week. I said yes, as I thought their content on LinkedIn was pretty good. So I'd done some research. I thought, yep, this looks pretty good. Let's get this gentleman on. So I sent um, emails to both the podcast guest and also the guest itself, outlining the format, um, you know, the questions we should cover off, you know, the technology that they'd, they'd need to have sorted out and the topics for discussion, and sent the guest a personalized connection request on LinkedIn. Um, we also had, in this, on this occasion, had to swap some additional emails about changing times of the, of the podcast, that sort of thing. So... Not once did the guest actually reply or respond. They left all the comms up to the booking agent. So on the last one of those communications, I cancelled the podcast. It was obvious to me that this person, the guest, was just going to treat my podcast and you, the audience, as a transaction or just a way for them to promote themselves, their courses, their book or whatever. That's not what I wanted. And if I'm wrong about that, then that's their fault for making me feel like the podcast wasn't important to them. And what I thought was really interesting is you can draw a very clear line between this experience and how lots of companies treat their SDR, BDR set appointments now. SDRs typically book appointments for CEOs or AEs, depending on the size of the organization. And often the first time that the prospect will actually hear from the AE or the CEO is on the actual call. And in my mind, this is why the SAS, you know, no-show rates for demos and for first meetings are in the region of 20% plus. So I thought what I'd do is share with you what we do at Sales Development Australia 
across those hundreds of appointments that we set every month and still have a no-show rate of 8%. So what we do is as part of our contract, when we sign the client up, we get them to agree to a set handover procedure. And if they have a no-show, so if a, if a prospect doesn't show to a meeting that we book for them, and the, and the client can't demonstrate that they've followed that procedure, then we will still charge them for the meeting. We'll hold them accountable for that meeting because they haven't done what they said they were going to do in the, in the terms and conditions of the contract. The idea is to create enough pain for the client that they'll follow the procedure the next time. And remember, they've agreed to this in advance. Now, let me clarify, right? So our goal is to first have a great conversation with the prospect when we're making outbound calls and you know sending emails, whatever else we're doing, to uncover a real opportunity. And once we've found that, that there is a genuine opportunity, then book a meeting. We're not booking a meeting with anybody that says yes. Just because they're interested doesn't mean they've got any intent. And we want to make sure that we're booking meetings with people who have got intent. So here's our procedure. I'll walk you through it. The client needs to accept the meeting invitation as soon as it's sent from our SDR or our sales agent off to the prospect with the, with the client CC'd. This shows that they're very interested in meeting with the prospect. Once they've done that, within 24 hours, they need to send a separate email outlining that they're looking forward to the chat with the prospect and explain what the prospect might get from the chat beyond sitting through their pitch. That might look like something like this. Gary, looking forward to the chat next Thursday. We've worked with a couple of other local telco providers, so I'm sure we can share what's working for them. As well, I'd be happy to answer any questions about exit strategies and potential business valuations on the day. So the prospect can see why they should turn up for that meeting. They're going to have a, get a chat, hear about how they've worked with other businesses just like them, and they're also going to get some um, information around exit strategies and a potential valuation on the day. We also ask the client to send um, a connection request with a short note on LinkedIn. You know, simply saying, hey, looking forward to our chat next Thursday. Thought it made sense to connect. If they're not very active on LinkedIn, then maybe skip that step and send an SMS. Just saying, looking forward to chatting next th Thursday. Here's my mobile number. Feel free to contact me if you have any challenges on the day. So what we're doing here is we're making the, we're inserting the client into the conversation nice and early, right? Um, when we set the meeting, we make sure that the message in the invitation is focused on what the prospect will get from the interaction, not what the CEO or AE will get from the meeting. So most handover notes that I've seen sound like a nurse handing over a patient to a doctor. It's not very appealing. You feel like a transaction. And that's exactly what I felt like in that podcast example that I shared. So instead, we highlight the authority of the person that they're meeting and outline what they might get from the meeting. So that might sound like this. Gary, so that Gary's a prospect, Neil is a client. Gary, Neil will come to your location on the day, so it's a face-to-face -face meeting. Neil will share his experience in helping founders exit their company, and he'll be able to touch on a high-level potential valuation for you and your company, Acme. Neil's got over 19 years of experience in the southeast Queensland area and is highly knowledgeable in business exits. I'm sure you'll love the chat. Now, even though this sounds like it's over the top, there's some really strong research that suggests People will look forward to that interaction more if you highlight the experience and the authority of the person that they're meeting with, even if it's obvious that there's a benefit for me to do so. 
right? So that's a step that's obviously that's very often missed. So it's as simple as that. That's how we keep our no-show rate to 8% of the hundreds of meetings we book every month. So let me know what you're doing to reduce your no-show rate if there's something else we should be doing. But thanks for listening to the Best of Sales Kids podcast. I'm Mark McGuinness.